players, guys. Welcome. Uh, episode number 56 of the Sports Plus Live podcast. The Lawrence Taylor episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. Uh, but unlike Lawrence Taylor, we're not hopped up on drugs. And uh, we're not doing any acting. And we're not getting in trouble by the law. Uh, speaking of the, getting in trouble by the law, by other football players, the new Broncos came out not that long ago. They look pretty good. Uh, I'm thinking about getting one. But Bronco will always be for, like forever attached to what OJ Simpson did. Like, I just don't, I don't know. Um, I gotta, fucking gotta clean my glasses. Hold on. Everyone's show. Anyways, I hope everyone's enjoying their day. Um, right now, old Uncle Edgar just got done watching Manchester United, um, win 2-0 at Crystal Palace. And also, um, as we sit here and talk, um, the governor here in Colorado, Governor Polis, has mandated that everyone over the age of 10 um, wear a mask. So this, you know, we wouldn't be treated like kids if we knew how to act like adults. So, um, let's wear some masks when we're out and about. I've been saying this, you got to wear the masks. Who gives a shit? Just do it because I want there to be football. I want there to be Halloween. I want there to be good Thanksgiving. I want there to be Christmas. I want these damn, I want college football back. If college football isn't back, then so be it. But I don't want you got to do better for these kids, man. That's what we got to do. Wear fucking mask. Just wear the mask. And I and I think all these numbers, COVID, go down. We'll be able to manage it. Um, God, we look like kids right now, don't we? Just a bunch of babies. My body, my choice. Uh, oh my God. Oh, your body, your choice. But it wasn't there. Your it wasn't someone else's. But if it was someone else's body, who gives a shit? If it was a girl's body. You know, just got raped. Oh, they deserved it. That type of shit. Shut the. F- Don't get me started on that shit. Hopefully, you guys can hear me. I'm like, I'm just doing this on the fly. I got my pit bulls. I got my Jorge Masvidal shirt on. Um, wanted to spice it up a little bit. I needed a haircut. I don't look that good, but it's okay. Guess what? Because I don't care. Because I'm gonna once I put my glasses on and I can see you guys. Um, it's on. So I'm kind of just doing this. Dude, I can't, like, I'm, like, dry face. I don't know if you guys can see. But it doesn't matter. Anyways, we're here. What we're going to talk about today, hopefully I'm not distracting you, is that today, actually, we're talking about the UFC fight night. Calvin Cater versus Dan Ige. And it was a barn burner, as my old, good old JR used to say. Cool. It was a barn burner. Dan Ige versus Calvin Cater. I had Calvin Cater winning four to one, four rounds to one. Um, and I think the judges had it the same way, 49-46, I believe. Um, great fight. It was a very, very good fight. Um, and um, it shows that Dan Ege is just a tough individual. 145 pounds. I don't know if he should try 135 pounds. He's pretty short, pretty small. I don't know if it's like the, you know, he doesn't look at that type of weight, 10 extra pounds. Um, I think he looks pretty good there, 145 pounds. I mean, he's he's been showing, been really really tough. Calvin Cater's managed some different type of toughness. Um, right away when the fight got over, I was like, well, what's next for either one of these guys? I mean, they they can definitely make a push for the championship, you know, for a championship. Um, but right now, like I mentioned last time, 145 pounds. You have. Volkanovski who just beat Max Holloway, which I think there has to be a rubber match. A third match between Max Holloway and Volkanovski. Um, you have Brian Ortega versus uh, Korean Zombies. Should have been happened already twice. 
because of the pandemic, it's not gonna ha- it hasn't happened. Um, you also have who else said 145 pounds? I don't know if I can because I don't have. Uh, let me do this here. Let me do it this way because I have a new little setup. I'm, I'm working on the fly. One man band here, and my computer set up here. Where did it go? Oh, there it is. Um, events. What the heck? Not, okay, there we go. Um, rankings. Because it's not them. You have it as the beat and Yuri Rodriguez. Which I think that's another fight that's going to be happening here pretty soon. Um, do you want to get out? Uh, yep, Tanzang. Yeah, year. Then Calvin Cater's right there in the mix. Calvin Cater right now is at six. You also have Josh Emmett. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. So, well, the next few months, hopefully, a lot of stuff clearing up. Um, and a lot of great fights there, the featherweight division. Amazing fights. Who wouldn't want to see Josh Emmett versus Calvin Kidder? You guys see Josh Emmett who just won on it, torn ACL, MCL, PCL, DCL, downloaded contact, downloaded content, DLC. That's what I meant to say. Damn it. Damn it. Um, he, um, <clears throat> you know, Josh Emmett versus Calvin Kidder. God, that's like a, I don't know, an MMA boner. I don't know even know how to like you just like you go from six to midnight when you hear shit like that. If you're especially an MMA fan, um, those dudes can are as tough as it comes. They're on the pound for pound tough guys list. Um, Yari Rodriguez versus a beat makes for a very interesting fight. Um, hopefully that'll happen soon. And of course, you definitely want to see my man Brian Ortega versus the Korean zombie Chang Sung Sung. There's de- there's so much depth right there, especially at the top there. Um, and then waiting in the wings, we, what do you have? You, have, you still have Dan Ige, Jeremy Stevens. I want to see those two guys fight. Ryan Hall, the submission specialist. And, you, and Jose Aldo's still up there. So Jose Aldo can make a put comeback and probably get thrown back in the mix. So, um, man, so much um, so much stuff that can happen in that featherweight division there. Um moving forward so it makes for very exciting stuff going on um and you know i don't know i don't know i was gonna say you know i don't know um but you never know with the pandemic going on travel restrictions um this is being uh you know pandemic not being or pandemic at least here in the united states not being controlled so it kind of leaves out a lot of fighters um a lot of these different fights in limbo, you know, like Korean zombie versus Brian TCD Ortega. Who knows if South of Korea, they're letting them, leave, letting them leave. I know the United States. I know some people can leave depending on where you're going. Um, there's quarantine rules. So there's a lot of stuff going on that's keeping a lot of these good fights. Same thing was a beat coming out of Russia. Yari Rodriguez, um, I think lives in the United States now, but also, you know, lives in the, you know, is from Mexico. Um, I think trains out of Chicago, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Used to train at Greg Jackson in New Mexico. Um, <clears throat> so, God, there's so many um, so many questions, but then more questions on top of that um, that we just don't have answers to right now. So um, these are all wishful thinking, um, barring injuries and all that stuff too. So um, we shall see. But anyways, if you guys did not see it, you guys missed a good one. Um, Dan Ige versus 
um, Calvin Cater. The co-main event wasn't too bad. Very, um, I thought it was it was pretty close. Tim Elliott came away with a decision win Ryan ben, over Ryan Benoit. They were calling Benoit. So I don't know how you say it. I don't even know where the guy's from. Um, is he is he Canadian? I know the way they were saying Benoit sounds Cajun to me. Louisiana. So um, who knows? But Tim Elliott got it done. If anyone looks like it from Louisiana, it's Tim Elliott. Um, and D.C. You can, tell, you can tell D.C. puts down some po' boys. You know what I'm talking about? D.C. puts down the po' boys. You know what I'm saying? Some beignets. Some beignets, you know what I'm talking about? Beignets are little powder things. I think that's how you call them. Um, it was a good fight. Tim Elliott's, like I said, I think I said Tim Elliott was due for one. And this is, was his, this was his one. Although I I couldn't tell at first who the fight was going to go to. Um, very, very close. Um, very, very close decision. Um, I think he ended up winning split decision, I believe. It just says decision here is what I'm looking at. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's next for either of those guys. Those guys are, like I said, very inconsistent fighters. Uh, who knows where that you know that Tim that that win for Tim Elliott helps them a lot. So I don't, I don't know that flyweight division, which we'll be talking about here pretty soon. Um, it's still kind of in, up in the air, still in limbo. Um, Jimmy Rivera versus Cody Stamen, decent fight. Um, Jimmy Rivera, man. Like I said, I think if I remember right, he. Um, has fought in Aljamain Sterling, Potter Yawn, and out of his last three losses, so and all decisions too. He never get beat. He didn't get beat up. He didn't get choked. And he's also, I want to say, Jimmy Rivera even took Uriah Faber, to, a good Uriah Faber, to the limit. I'm thinking of somebody else, but I'm, yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, either way, Jimmy Rivera, man, he's a tough, tough dude. Got the win over Cody Stamen. Give Cody Stamen his third buckle. We call him L's here. Buckle means L, okay? He got buckled. That means he took an L. Remember that moving forward. Buckle L. Yeah, L. Um, good fights, man. Molly McCain lost to Talio Santos. Great women's fight. Talio Santos, very, very good. Tough chick. Um, those Brazilian chicks are tough, man. You saw Jessica Andrade put it to uh, to Rose Namajunas. You see the champion um, Amanda uh, Amanda Nunes, the goat woman, the woman goat, Chris Cyborg, Brazilian. So Brazilian chicks know how to bring you. Just know that you see a Brazilian chick in a fight, you're gonna get a scrap. You're gonna get the hands put on you. Okay, so just know that. Just remember that next time you see a Brazilian woman on the card, you're like, oh shit, Mackenzie Dern, another Brazilian woman, and they're beautiful too. They're a bunch of mommies. Oh, okay. I shouldn't say that because they could all beat me up. Um, but also just talking about the the rest of the card, the rest of the main card. Um, Abdul Razak Hassan versus uh, me Manur Lazez. Now Lazez, if you guys remember, his friend saw Dana White in a restaurant and said, "Hey, check out my friend." This is, you know, in a restaurant or somewhere, uh, you know, just met him and said, hey, this is my friend. This is a knockout reel. Check him out. And Dana White signed him immediately. And you immediately saw why. Um, he th- he's throwing bombs. He was not scared. He didn't have those those jitters. Those first fight UFC jitters um, came out. One of this fight was at welterweight. And, um, but it was a good fight. Um, Abdul uh, Al-Hassan put on a great fight. It was close coming into the end. Um, I don't know who won. I 
I mean, I'm not a judge for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even, like, I can't. Like, I'm just, I'd be too excited to watch a fight. And I'd be like, oh, shit, I don't know. I don't remember who won. That's what I would do. I would forget who won. And then I'd give my scorecards. I'd be like, are you serious? I'd make you, I'd just be like this. Like that emoji. Like, oh, I don't know. I guess. Um, but great card. Great fight. All the fights. So, Uncle Edgar, four and one. Only one, only blemish was a Cody Stamen um, taking a loss to Jimmy Rivera. Um, even that was a decision. So, Uncle Edgar, four and one. I don't know if I made the picks on here. I think I just picked a few of them. Um, I don't remember now because, like I said, I'm doing this on the fly. One man band, new setup, new me, new year. Um, yeah, I think I have to go back and check. If you guys want to fact check me, just go ahead and fact check me. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Um, but the good thing I like about these cards, a lot of unknowns, but you also get to see the future. You also get to see the future because you saw people like, um, what's his name? I can't say his name. It's Chum- Kamazat Chimov win by submission. You also saw um, Lerone Murphy, who, who I think has his backstory, got shot in the face or something. Ended up winning by ground and powder. I don't know how long ago, but just perseverance, man. Nine and no, nine and no, uh, undefeated, hasn't lost. Um, you also lost saw people like um, Liana Jojua, who I haven't seen a good armbar specialist like that since Ronda Rousey. Um, she's won a lot of her fights by by armbar. Um, last night was no different, and. Um, yeah, I mean, look out for her at uh, the flyweight division. So that's 125 pounds, I believe. 125 pounds. Valentina Shevchenko, Rose Namajunas, Jessica Andrade, um, Joanna Champion. Um, so a lot of good fights there. Carol- Killer Carolina, Carolina, KK. Um, so a lot of good fights there. And uh, I mean, this is uh, that division right there in the women's division. That's the toughest division right there. Um, 125 pounds because it's so competitive. Um, 135, 145 pounds. You're looking at Amanda Nunez. Um, she puts hands, feet on everybody like they're Mr. Potato Head. She's not afraid of anybody. Plus, she has a kid on the way. You're gonna see a different. You're gonna see the Amanda Nunez. I don't even like mom strength. You know what I'm talking about? Mom strength. Um, you also see somebody like Jack Shore. Jack Shore opened up the card with a great submission. Um, guillotine, I believe. I can't, yeah, I don't remember. But he did open up the the card with the, with the great submission. So you see the future. You start seeing all these undefeated fighters you never heard about. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh. Oh. Where's this guy been the whole time? So that's why you got to watch this card. Especially in a time when not a whole lot of sports is happening. Um, I mean, now lately when I wake up, I, you guys remember, I go in at 6 a.m., and uh, I'll turn on Sports Center, not Sports Center, but I'll turn in. What is it? Get Up, I think is what it is. When I get, by the time I get on, they have Korean baseball. Um, so if you guys are baseball enthusiasts, you got to wake your ass up early to watch some baseball um, right now. Um, but then lately, they've been showing MLS, MLS breakfast or breakfast with MLS. I can't remember what they're calling it. Like seven a.m. So nine o'clock, I think Orlando time is where they're all stationed, just like the basketball. Um, and um, so they, it's it's at, uh, they've been showing soccer, but I, MLS for some reason something I watch a little bit, and I'm just like, uh, what the hell's going on? I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you know, but it is what it is. It's sports, so I'll watch it. Um, I've been following a lot of not I want to say esports, a lot of gaming stuff. 
um, to fill in the void of sports. Um, slowly but surely, a whole lot more sports are going to be coming back. NBA is coming back here pretty soon, probably two weeks. Um, Joker, Nikolai Jokic, one of the best centers in the league, is back with his team. You can see him, LeBron James, um, Anthony Davis in the Lakers. Um, who knows if you see Russell Westbrook. You won't see Kyrie Irving. You won't see Kevin Durant. Um, so you're going to get a, a, a different taste of basketball. And I think people are going to be more, um, I want to say, what's the word? More grateful of these type of sports. I'll be grateful of basketball. Um, I definitely won't be watching a whole lot of baseball. I don't watch a whole lot of baseball on TV anyways. Um, you know, I watch probably inning, inning and a half and I'll just go, I'll see you later. Um, you know, this type of things we're missing live. We could go to these games. I, I'm used to going to Nuggets game. I'm used to going to Rockies games here in Colorado. Um, I'll fly out to San Diego, go to Padres game, Petco Park. Um, stuff we can't do right now. Sometimes we're not able, some things we're not able to do, especially now the way they have it set up. Everyone's in lockdown in a bubble in the NBA, MLS, they're all in bubbles. Um, I think baseball, they'll have their HUDs team. NHL will be up in full swing again too. So it's a lot of sports going to be happening here pretty soon. Um, different, different, um, scenery. So, you know, that's another reason why to wear a mask, wear a mask. Cause we, I want to go to these sporting events, wear a mask and vote in November because we all know we need to vote changes to happen. This all happen from the top. Okay. I mean, we can, you, I mean, it just, it is what it is. Let's make changes. Let's get back to going to sporting events. Let's get back to loving each other. Let's get back to um, just being good fucking people. It's not that fucking hard. Mother. F- Look at me. You got me cussing at you guys. But yeah, sports will be coming back here pretty soon. And I'm excited. La Liga's over. Um, obviously, with Real Madrid winning. Premier League is heating up the third, fourth, fifth, pl- fifth, sixth, seventh. Um, I think now third, fourth, fifth, and sixth because Leicester City just beat. Um, uh, Sheffield United. So that kind of puts them away from like, you know, those fifth and fourth plots. You still have Wolverhampton Wolves, Raul Jimenez, a Mexican. You still have a uh, Triore. Um, that Wolverhampton team is pretty, pretty good. Um, Nunu, was it? I like this guy's name. Nunu Espirito Santo is a head coach or the managers, what they call him over there, um, of Wolves. Love that name. Nunu Espirito Santo. Espirito Santo. I think he's Portuguese. Cool name. Solid dude. I mean, he has his great beard. He looks like, dude, he looks tough. Cool. Um, but anyways, so still a lot of shit going out there to, to keep us indoors. You know what I'm saying? Keep us indoors. A little bit distracted. Um, but don't forget to just be kind. Don't forget to that Brianna Taylor's murderers are still on the loose. So don't forget shit like that. Um, don't forget about police brutality. It's still out there. You're still watching videos of guys getting ripped out of the cars unwillingly and getting beat. I don't, I don't know. When the camera gets shut off, I don't know what's going on. So there's still a lot of bad shit going on out there. Um, like I said, we just do better for our kids. Um, you know, let's get out. That's, that's why sports are, you know, it's very important. It gives people hope. Um, I don't know what I saw. I saw this in a clip yesterday said, why do people adore NFL players or NBA players? So, oh, because they fuck models. No, that's what, and the agent said, I think it was John, George Clooney. Agent said, no, that's why we like them. Kids like them because they are following their dreams. So, 
a lot of these players, and you certainly heard a lot of these players say, we're going to do this to make positive impact. Um, a lot of players like Drew Holiday, um, who um, is uh, donate, donating whatever he makes from here on out in this league. Five, I think it's like over $5 million is going to be donating that money. A lot of these guys are going to be doing that. Um, that's why Dwight Howard's coming back. And so a bunch of people are, you know, the, that's, that's a lot of positives here um, with sports here. Um, and hopefully with sports back, maybe crime rate goes down. Maybe, um, who knows? Who knows? Maybe these coronaviruses go down. Maybe these damn numbers go down. So hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, it gets fixed. Hopefully we get this sports coming back impacts the world positively. Um, especially the United States, so it impacts the United States a little bit more positively. Um, it brings a different vibe, as the kids would say. It brings a different vibe. Um, so we'll see. Sports will be in full swing here pretty soon. You still have, especially in soccer, you still have Champions League um, coming out. I think next month they'll be playing kind of a tournament style in August um, for the Champions League Final 16. I don't remember the Daniel Bayern Munich, Real Madrid. Um, Juventus City, I believe. I don't think Liverpool. I don't remember. But still, I think Liverpool as well. Um, but still, um, yeah. There's still a lot more stuff to go on. Hopefully, um, it goes off as planned, and hopefully there's no more hiccups. Hopefully, it just keeps getting better and better on the sports front. Hopefully, college comes back. Hopefully, kids are able to go to school. Hopefully you're able to get the education. Hopefully the kids that are you know, able to profit off their, um, off their notoriety, notoriety off their, um, their brand are able to do so come the fall. So with a lot of schools bowing out, a lot of the Ivy league schools, a lot of conferences saying they're going to be in just conference only games. Um, it's changing. The landscape is changing. Landscape is changing, whether it be for the good or for the worse. Um, what, one way or another, stuff is changing, and unfortunately, we're going to have to adapt. Um, whether there'll be any football at all, whether there'll be fans in football stadiums, college stadiums, NFL stadiums. Uh, Philadelphia has already said there's not going to be any fans in the stadium. So probably good for Philadelphia. This is probably an advantage for Philadelphia, an advantage for Carson Wentz, maybe even Jalen Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts, a rookie going in the stadium, like, you know, going into a Philadelphia stadium, not getting booed by his own fans because that's Philly. Um, they they threw snowballs at Santa Claus. I'll never forget that. And I've never forgiven them for that. Um, but, um, yeah, we'll see. Still a lot, of, as, as Uncle Edgar likes to say here, me being Uncle Edgar, only time will tell. Who knows what's going to happen? We, we don't know yet. Um you know, we got to do our part. So let's get our shit together. Um, what else? I'm not going to make it a whole long podcast. You guys can sit there and like, oh, Edgar's complaining again. Edgar, blah, blah, blah. No. Um, I just want to put my two cents in. I'm going to put probably another four cents here pretty soon. Um, but anyways, this weekend, there's going to be a rematch. Um, it'll be... Dervison, Davison, Figueredo, Figueredo, Figaro, Figueredo, yeah, Figueredo versus Joseph Benavides. This is a rematch of those of you guys that don't know. They fought in February, I believe. I want to say this was in like, I want to say this was in 
Australia or something like that. I can't remember. Something like that. Maybe California. Um, but this was for the this this one right here coming up is for the vacant flyweight championship. Now the fight before was for the same thing. Now the issue was uh, Figueredo did not make weight, so that disqualified him from winning the championship. He still fought, but he couldn't win the championship. Joe Benavides made weight, so if he won, he could have won the championship. Now what happened? Figueredo um, won the fight, but it still was without controversy. One didn't make the weight. Two, there was a headbutt involved. Headbutt involved, then all of a sudden. Uh, Figueredo knocked out Benavides, and that was a wrap. So, I mean, it's just um, an unfortunate events um, that led up to that point. Um, very uh, unprofessionalism from the Brazilian. Um, so we'll see what happens this go around. If he's able to make weight, if he can make weight, does it affect him going into the fight? Um, that weight cut is not there. He was off by like five or six. So he was off by a lot, not by... You know, like a few pounds. I think it was off by quite a bit. Um, I don't remember. I'm not going to click on it. Let me see. Double check here. I don't think I can. Um, but um, so it's still off by quite a bit. So uh, Benavides is getting another crack at it. We'll see if anything's different. Benavides is tough. He's been at the top. He's fought for the championship before. Then he actually won it or like won an interim. Uh, where is it at? Let me take a look here. He won the uh, fought for the WC championship. Uh, flyweight belt. He's the one who lost to Demetrius Johnson. Got knocked out by Demetrius Johnson. This and then the second time around, I believe. Yeah. So I don't think he's ever won the belt. I don't know if he's won. I don't think he's the one who even won the the um, interim championship. Let me take a look here. So who was it? Dr. DePoy. He beat Henry Cejudo. I didn't think he won that fight. I think that should have been a draw. But yeah. So <clears throat> we'll see. He's been, he's fought the top of the best, best of the best. Henry Cejudo, Demetrius Johnson twice. Um, tough to say, especially with the smaller weight classes. Um, you know, who will come out on top? I'm going to go to Benavides the second time around. Figueredo showed mass unprofessionalism. Um, and he was out there celebrating like, oh, this is what Brazilians do. They celebrate these wins. But it's a very, I mean, headbutt, missed weight. I don't know what what really is there to celebrate, you know. Um, it's pretty, pretty bad. So, But it's a fight, you know. There's a lot of uh, emotions, so to speak. Um, So that's what's going on. Um, one of my other favorite fighters, Kelvin Gastelum, is fighting Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson, what's he? he has a nickname, doesn't he? Let me see here. It's a pretty cool nickname, and I want to bring it up here. Um, Jack. It's not Jack the Russell Terrier. Uh, where's it at? Yeah, it is. It's the Joker. The Joker. Uh, Jack Hermanson, um, last loss to... God, I just had it memorized too, and I just forgot. You guys maybe you guys maybe forget. I have to put my two cents in with wearing a damn mask. Um, Jared Cannonier, oh yeah, knocked him out in Denmark too. Um, Jared Cannonier, tough, tough dude. Um, but this fight, um, Jack Manson's won four out of his last five. Um, up until that point, he won four straight until losing to Jared Cannonier. This is who he's beat. Um, Gerald Mearshart, we saw Jared Mearshart not too long ago. Um, we also have, uh, Talis Latis, submission specialist, David Branch, tough, tough dude, and also Ronaldo Jacare Souza. So, you know, Ronaldo Jacare Souza, one of the best grapplers in 
MMA period um, goes out there and beats them by decision. Um, the thing about Hermanson though is still very, you know, he, he doesn't get a whole lot of knockouts. I thought he knocked out. It wasn't him, but I think who else am I thinking about? He lost to Diego Santos. This was that. Also, these fights were a light heavyweight. Where the hell does it say that? So a lot of I think it was a light heavyweight moved down to 185 pounds. So he's had some pretty good, um, some pretty good. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, some pretty good luck there at um at middleweight. So we'll see how this works out. We'll also see if Kelvin Gaslam can make weight. So Kelvin Gaslam lost his last fight to a shitty decision to Darren Till. Uh, a horrible fight. It was just boring. It was bad. No one wanted to make a move. No one wanted to bust a move. Everyone's just doing that. That fake cholo shit. You guys remember when you used to walk in and say, like, what's up? What's up? What's up? Why'd you flinch? You know, those type of things. Um, there was a whole lot of that. A lot of this, it was weird, dude. It was in Brooklyn. I remember that was, I think that was a co-main event to Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. So that was very much needed, the fight after that. Um, and then he also lost that, that fight of the year, fight to Israel Adesanya, um, which was for the belt, too. Um very unfortunate. I think he had Kevin Gaslam is very spacey sometimes, but he's also knocked out people like Vitor Belfort that got overturned, unfortunately, because he had weed in his system. Listen, man, if you knock someone out with weed in your system, I think you should get a bonus. If you if you, if you ever experienced weed, like if you smoke, I don't smoke weed. I mean, I've, I don't like do it regularly. You know, I've done it a couple times, but if ever I do do it, I mean, I mean it's just like one of those things where it's like it'll put me to sleep. It'll put me night night. You know who would. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just puts you night-night. You ever try to add a bunch? The dude had weed in his system. He goes out there and knocks out one of the best strikers ever stood in this cage. Uh, and, by the way, he knocked out. I don't know if he knocked out pre-Usada Vitor Belfort. That's a difference. <laughs> That's a difference. Um, he's also gone out there. He's beat a lot of good fighters. Um, hold on. Let me pull it up here. Rick Story, Jake Ellenberger. Um, lost a decision to Tyron Woodley. Um, he's lost to a decision. Neil Wagney uh, beat up Nate Marquardt, Johnny Hendricks, Tim Kennedy. Um, damn, he lost to uh, Chris Weidman, triangle choke, Armin Head, triangle choke. He also beat, knocked out Michael Bisbing and beat Jacare Souza. I don't know if that's the fight. No, it was a fight before. No, I don't remember which fight that was. What was that one? 2017. Yeah, knocked out Bisbing. Who did Bisbing lose out his title to? Was it why? Who was it? I gotta hold on. Everyone choke. Cause 2016, we um he won it. Let me take a look here. Oh, I'm glad to take a look here. Sidebar. Uh, yeah. So that was a fight. Okay, so he lost it to yeah St. Pierre. Okay, that was weird. That was the last fight. So he lost to St. Pierre, then Kelvin Gaslam sent him into retirement. <laughs> so um. Yeah, so Kevin Gaston is tough as nails, man. Hopefully this fight goes his way. Um, he can go back into um, maybe making a push for that title again. 185 pounds. The thing is, he's he's just hard-headed and can't make weight. And um, I don't know what it is. Maybe he's too much tortillas in, in Arizona. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. Um, that's Mexicans, though. I mean, Kane, that's what Kane Velasquez. By the way, Kane uh, showed up in my uh, mentions today. Not mentions, but like my... my uh, my reminders on Facebook. 
him and I took a picture 11 years ago and he has a bigger head than me and I just wanted to show people that. Um, but it's the thing with Mexicans, man. They just, that's why Kane fought a heavyweight. You know, and that's why Yair Rodriguez doesn't put on weight. And that's why he fights 145 pounds. That's why Mexicans have a hard time cracking these type of fights, man. They can't make weight. I don't know how many times Julio Cesar Chavez missed weight. A lot of it has to do with, I don't know, drugs. If you watch Mexicans, like, and I'm talking about Mexicans, not like De La Hoya Mexican, you know? Like, like, um, I don't know who else to even put out there, but whatever. It's a moot point. Um, Mark DeCasey versus Rafael Fuzilev. So Mark DeCasey, DeCasey, DeCasey. God, how come I can't say his names? Mark DeCasey is actually, um, not that it matters, but one of the first gay fighters in the UFC, openly gay. And, um, like, as far as men go, there's a lot of gay fighters in on the women's side you definitely know of. You know, Tisha Torres, obviously. Tisha Torres and um, what's her name are married. Amanda Champ, Amanda Nunez Champ. Um, Mark DeCasey, tough dude. Very good fighter. Um, I think he's coming off of two losses. Also lost to Dan Hooker as well. Um, we just fought, saw a fight, fight not that long ago. Talented dude. I like when he came in. He's a good striker. Moves in and out very, very well. Quick. Um, don't know too much about Rafael Fizaev. So we'll take a look at that. So much other stuff. A bunch of other fights going on. So definitely. But there's one fight I want to. Um, one of my favorite fighters is on there. Joseph Duffy. Joseph Duffy will fight Joel Alvarez. Um, for those of you guys that don't know Joseph Duffy. So Joseph Duffy. Um. Gave Conor McGregor his his first his like last loss before entering. Let me take a look here. So he gave Conor McGregor his L. Now he was the one that Conor McGregor needed to get back when they never fought because they've been in the UFC at the same time. See, where is he at? Conor McGregor beat Conor McGregor. They were seven and he was seven and zero at the time. His cage was thirty nine. This is back in two thousand ten. So Conor McGregor lost. Got I think he got knocked out by him. Let me take a look here. I'm going to check this out here real fast here before we move forward. God damn, Conor McGregor. Um, yeah. Suffered his loss. Ended up winning one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight fights in a row. And he got into the UFC. So that's the thing, man. Justin Duffy, I mean, he handled Conor McGregor early. Um, you didn't see he, he came in after Conor McGregor. Um, I think in the the UFC. So he did hand Conor McGregor an L um, before Conor McGregor lost to Nate Diaz. So there's a lot of wins there. So it shows you how tough Conor McGregor has always been, but also how tough Joseph Duffy is. Joseph Duffy, the reason I like him, one of the few guys who is a professional boxer, also has a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, so he's a very, very exciting dude to watch, very technical with his boxing. Um, so you definitely want to check out Joseph Duffy. Um, but you also want to check out the whole card. It comes on Saturday, ESPN or ESPN Plus. Yeah, I'm going to find out right now, damn it. Um, go back. Go back. ESPN Plus. So if you have ESPN Plus, check it out. Uh, what time does it start? I got shit to do. Where the hell is it? Oh, well. It starts Saturday. Is that Saturday night or in the morning? 
Golf Standard Time. What the fuck is that? 2 a.m. Golf Standard Time. Beginning approximately 2 a.m. July 19th. What the fuck? I don't know what's happening Saturday. Um, oh, here, here. Shh, shh, everyone chill. Sorry. Not even looking at the camera. Look at my big old TV here. Um, uh, events. Let's take a look. Because I know sometimes I'll do those fights where they're early in the morning and blah, blah, blah. And Oh, yeah. 5 p.m. Eastern. Oh, 5 p.m. Eastern. is 3 p.m. So, so 3 p.m. my time. 5 p.m. Eastern. Okay. That's good to know. Um, but, yeah, check it out. Um, that's it. I'm not a whole lot of in-depth stuff. Um, I'm going to, you know, look out for me on sportsbetter.com, I believe. Um, I'll be making my picks again there. Four and one, remember. I'm going to post it here on Instagram here in a little bit. Four and one, um, my picks. So I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So peep me. You want to keep me a little money every time you win a little bit off of me? It's okay with me. I'll give, I'll put my cash app in the description. I'll let your boy. Um, anyways, that's it. Thank you guys for so much for tuning in. Sports with Life podcast episode number 56. I'll see you guys on Sports with Life podcast episode number 57. Go find me on twitch.com slash um, M-R-A-K-A-C-O. Uh, Instagram, M-R-A-K-A-C-O and Twitter. And then also Sports with Life on Instagram and Twitter. And also Sports with Life on Twitter on YouTube. Um, yeah, that's it. Let's do better for our kids. Let's look out for our kiddos. And um, that's it. I'll catch you guys.